0: The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Aleph all over, where we learn to live Geula now. This week's episode is sponsored from a mother in honor of her children. May they all grow up to be chasidim, Yishmaim and lamdanim, and bring Mashiach now. If you would like to sponsor or dedicate a future sikha summary in honor of someone you know or love, please email Over at gmail.com. There's so many different parts to the world, so many different details and dimensions. And yet at the same time, there's this underlining factor that sort of grounds everything and is the source for everything. We want to bring this light that's totally above the world, that is the source for everything, and draw it down into the world so that it could be manifested and actually revealed in every single part of our life. Let's go straight into this week's sikha of Bahar B'chuk Kaysai. The Yedin were being enslaved in Mitzrayim, harsh, back-breaking labor, and finally they were redeemed with the Exodus, with the Yitzias Mitzrayim, and on Reish Chaydesh Sivan, they arrive at Midbar Sinai. Once they come to Midbar Sinai, now they are ready to actually receive the Torah. What's this whole thing of the location? Why do we need to know so much about where the Torah was given? Why can't we just say they got the Tyra? Because the location of where the Tyra was given shows so much and teaches us a big lesson. Number one, Tyra is for everyone to learn. No matter if you're smart or less, Tyra is for you. Tyra is talking for your life individually. But one second, isn't a midbar like this Hefker place that belongs to absolutely no one? Wasn't the Torah given specifically to the chosen nation, to me and to you? Why is it signified in the Torah being given in a midbar, where it's completely hefker to everyone? Ezra Hasaifar established that Behar B'Chukaysai should be read before Shavuos. To show us that if we keep the Torah, we will get so much brachais, and if chas not, then there's lots of khalis. And to make a break between the Klawis and Shvuis, we read Parsha's Bamidbar. We know that Bihar B'Chukaisai is greatly connected with Shvuis. First of all, the actual name Behar is referring to Har Sinai, and Bihukaisai is the same words as Chakika, which is engraved, like the Luchais, the letters were engraved. That's the actual name is connected. And then the Taichen of the Parshas is also connected to Matantaira. Because Parsha's Behar begins with the laws of Shemitah and says, just like all the details were said in Shemitah, so too all the details were said to Misha in Har Sinai. And it also ends off with the words, Eila HaMitzvot, Asher Tziva Hashem Misha El Bane Behar Sinai. So we see from here how we're really emphasizing this location, location, location of where the Torah was given. But, but if the Torah's accomplishments affect the entire world, why does it make a difference where in the world the Torah was given? So to understand this, let's look into this week's Pirkei Avos, and the Mishnah says, "Ba'asara nivra ha'elam." With ten utterances, the entire world was created. So we have a world. We have a beautiful world. And now, at Matan we were given the Asaras Hadibrais, the Ten Commandments. Through these Asaras Hadibrais, we can reveal the Asara Mamareis. We reveal how this world isn't something separate from Hashem, something that's against Hashem, that's fighting against Hashem, but we can reveal how actually the world is Hashem. It's made up of the sara Ma'maris, and Hashem is constantly creating it. Technically, Hashem could have just used one Maimar, let there be a world, and the entire world would come into being. So why did he have to use Ten. So it says, and to give more reward to the Tzadikim and more punishments to the Rashim. But actually, if we look deeper, the world was actually created with both one and ten utterances. How? Number one, Hashem created the world with one Mimer, with one utterance. Hashem created the Chumrius, the material to make up this world. Hashem created Yesh Mi'ayin, something from nothing. There was nothing. There was only Hashem. And with that one Maimar, He created the yesh. And then the ten Ma'amareis is when Hashem took that yesh and brought it out into different parts of the world. So now there's the sky and now there's the trees and the animals and the peoples, etc. This one and ten business is also found in Tyra. We have this Maymer Echa, this one utterance. When I'm learning Tyra, I know that I'm connecting to Hashem. And Hashem and His Torah are one. And there's just Echad. And then there's the aspect of 10 Mamaris. Where there's so many details. And halachais Of how to pour the milk on Shabbos. And how to speak to someone. And how to stand up before someone else. Coming that's older than you. So many details. Where the Torah actually is found. In every single part of the world. And these two parts come together. Through me. Revealing this Maimer Echad, this oneness, that Hashem and his Torah are one. When I am able to learn Torah with so much bitl, not for any personal gain, just to connect to Hashem, and I remember the Naisina nice Torah, who is the one giving me the Torah, I then reveal this Maimer Echad, this one utterance in the world. I then can look at the world and not be blocked. By the facade that's covering everything. But I'm able to see what the world is truly made up of. Hashem's words. I'm able to see the source for every single yesh that it's from Ayin. Right? <inaudible> to a smart, someone who sees the nailad, someone who's able to see how every single thing in this world is constantly being created by Hashem. This avida of learning taira is an avida of Milmata lemaila. I'm working from below to above. I opened up my eyes. I saw a mitzias. I saw there are things that exist. But now, through this taira learning that I connected with ultimate Bitel and connection to Hashem and the nisinat nice taira, it's now Batal b'mitzias. The world left this existence, and now it's, I realize actually everything. Without Hashem, is actually nothing. And now, what's this 10 ma'maris? Through me, living all the details of my life, the way the Torah tells me to, and all the halachas, and Kama ma'asecha yi Shem I'm going through my day, using every single part of it for Hashem. Then I'm working from milmailah le'mata. I'm able to reveal within every single part of the world how it's for Hashem. I'm drawing down this light and filling up the world with Eli Kus. So we have these two parts. We have Maimar Echad and Ten Ma'amaris. And there's actually an advantage to both. On the one hand, this one Maimer is this amazing light of Hashem. It's actually so high that it can't even come down into the world. And then... The advantage of the 10 mamaris is that it actually comes down into the world, but it's not necessarily the highest level of light. So, now what's the Avaydah of me and you now in our generation? And the ultimate goal of why we're in the world is to bring down this level of light that's above the world, this Maimar Echad. We want it to come down into the world. That's what it means. Dira bitachtainim. Dira means a home where Hashem can fully, fully, be himself. When you come home, you take off your shoes and you relax. You are yourself. We want Hashem to just be himself, be fully revealed. Hashem's highest light should be fully revealed, but we're in the Tahtainim. in every single part of our life. To receive the Taira on Matan Taira, we have to first go through a process of Sfirah Sa'imer. When do we start Sfirah Mi Mimacharas Hashabbas. We want to draw down this level of light, that's mimaharasa Shabas, that's even higher than nature. Shabbos is amazing, but we want to be able to draw down this level of light that's even higher than it into our world. And that takes 49 days of really going to every single part of ourselves and really working through the natural order of the world until we can finally reach this blend this level of Nun, Shavu'ez, this 50th day, where we take this high level of light and now it's inserted into every single part of ourselves. The word Sinai is Begmatria Sulam, which means a ladder. A ladder from above to below or from below to above. That's what we're trying to do in Har Sinai. We're trying to connect this really, really high light of Hashem into the world. So through me revealing the Ten Ma'amareis. I'm drawing down in every single part of my life the light of Hashem. And through this avida of Maimar Echad, of being able to learn tire with Bittol, that opens up my eyes to see the Yesh ayin behind every single thing that exists. And now I'm raising myself from below to above. And that's the Vaid of me and you to be able to draw down this level of Hashem that's completely above the world into the world. And therefore, the Torah had to be given in a midbar, in a place which does not belong to anyone. Because it's such a high level of light, it cannot come down into a place where it belongs to someone specifically. And the Yidin accomplished this. They were able to accept this level of light. How? They all put aside their ego, even though they thought they were right, and they knew it better than their friend. At that moment by Matan Taira, they put their ego aside with 100% bittle. They were like one man with one heart. And with this bittle, they were able to accept and receive the Taira, which is completely above the world, to come down into this world. So as we're coming and getting ready to receive the Taira, let's remember what is our Avayda now? To have this bital, to be able to accept this light of Hashem and to really bring down this level above the world, into the world, through really connecting with the Saint HaTairah. The Rebbe then ends the Sicha with practical takeaways. Number one, the Rebbe says, there should be gatherings in Shul to learn and to teach Tairah, specifically the shabbis before Shpuis. And additionally, to make sure that every single man, woman, and child should be attending a Saras Hedibreis in Shul. And we see from here, again, this, these two opposites. On the one hand, there's bittol; Every single person is coming to Shul, no matter the age or your stage. At the same time, we each learn Tyra and make our own Chedushim and really connect it to our own personal lives. We bring that like Bittu, that Oneness, that Maimar Echad, and we are drawing it down into our own individual lives. And the ultimate is that through this Hachlata, this decision to have pure and true achdos, we should be able to really hear Taira Chadasha, this brand new Taira, Meiti, from Hashem Himself, this level above the world, Tetzay should come out into the world. We should have this fusion of these two opposites. And may the gula come today. Amen. To bring that down really practical and really short, Dira, we want Hashem's complete essence to be revealed in this world. And how can that come about? Through me and you revealing the Aleph, of alufai shel of Hashem, into the Gailah, into every part of our life. And through learning Taira, really remembering that right now we're connecting to Hashem, the Nice Taira, and with this ultimate bittle, we're able to stand around Har Sinai and actually connect like that Sinai, like that ladder from above to below. We're able to actually draw down this light and be able to see the dear B'tachtainim, where Hashem will be fully revealed, and we're able to see Mashiach, our leader, take us out of Galos. May maybe today. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Gula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now.